today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. We had a discussion earlier this week on the program about Hamilton's LRT project. We had Joe Mancinelli, of course, from Leuna, uh, who seems to be doing most of the legwork to try to get the federal and provincial governments to commit money to the LRT project. And he said uh, on our program, of course, that he thought they were close to the finish line, was the phrase he uses. Uh, but they were looking for money from the federal government. Well, that's all well and good, uh, except yesterday the federal government made a rather huge announcement about public transit and dedicating an awful lot of money to it uh, for electric buses, not for LRT lines. This is the Minister, Catherine McKenna. This means better public transit, cleaner air, quieter streets, and a planet safe for our kids and future generations. Okay, uh, how does that jive with a demand for money for or a request, I guess, more specifically for money for LRT here in Hamilton? John Best is the publisher of the Bay Observer. He's been writing extensively about this uh, for years now because that's how long we've been talking about it. John, welcome back to the show. Good to have you with us today. Well, thanks, Bill. Good to be with you. I, I guess the obvious question here, John, is uh, how does the request for LRT stack up against what seems to be the government's intention that electric is the future and they want electric buses? Well, um, if you look at the announcement yesterday, it's $2.75 billion over five years, and that's for the entire country. So that works out to, what, uh, $600-odd million a year for buses, for electric buses. And it appears that we're proposing to ask them to give Hamilton alone uh, something in the area of 1.4. It's hard to know what the actual number is, but that's, that's we're asking... Part, yeah. uh, uh, McKenna or whoever at the federal level to top up uh, our shortfall. Uh, right now, the you know the province has pledged a billion dollars, and and um, I've been speaking to some people uh, at Queens Park, and and that billion is a billion. Uh, you hear people talking about it somehow stretching out to 1.3 billion, and maybe that maybe the, somebody will cover off our. Uh, for 40 million a year in interest costs, none of that is going to happen from the Ontario government because they're very clear. It's one billion dollars, period. So, if we're asking, if we're thinking that we can get a, a billion and a half just for our own single project here in Hamilton, when they're they're spending roughly half that a year on a nationwide system i'm not saying it can happen but the numbers really jump out at you that's for sure what about the future and i i know that you know the, the advocates for lrt will say well that is the future uh but the government's direction seems to be that you know they're looking at like i say this this initiative i i agree it's not very much money at all when you look at it on a on a grand scale on the national scale uh it's really to upgrade systems but uh, around transit systems right across the country uh but is, is there something to read between the lines here that the government's saying uh, we're not looking at that kind of system guys we're looking at this well, I, I think it's probably two, uh, uh, two ships passing in the night, frankly, Bill. Um, I think, that, I mean, Catherine McKenna, I've been following uh, her um, announcements. She's been all over Canada uh, really for the last 12 months, and she's gone into Edmonton, she's gone into Guelph, she's been at Oakville. Um, yesterday's announcement, she made it in Ottawa. Uh, she's been handing out money for electric buses for about a year now. And it's clear the government uh, sees the value uh, in uh, electric buses. They they feel that the technology is now robust enough that we're we're into rolling out. Uh, it's not a futuristic kind of thing anymore. 
and a lot of and London, Ontario is 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 looking at electrifying their entire fleet. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you look at the the technology they're talking about now, it's not simply sitting in the bus barn charging overnight. The other piece of the of the puzzle is a uh, overhead charging system that typically, say in Hamilton, um, you'd have one at the end of a you know how you come to the end of a bus route and yeah. normally the bus is sitting there for four or five minutes, uh, you know, waiting to get back on schedule. Uh, it would be charging, and, and they have these rapid charging overhead units now that can top up the bus in about five minutes. So, you know, they, they charge overnight, as, as you would expect, and then they, they, they're able to do these top-ups uh, all, through, uh, all through the day uh, right on the route. So it's, uh, it's being used uh, right across North America, and uh, obviously this government believes in it to invest that kind of money, uh, $2.75 billion. That's, uh, they, they say, uh, as part of the announcement yesterday, their goal, right now we have 300 electric buses in all of Canada, and their goal is to have it up to 5,000 electric buses. So that's a significant uh, ramp up, and it's uh, obviously a vote of confidence for that technology. And if I recall, I can still remember the early shows that we did about light rail transit uh, when Hamilton Council got their their heads around this and thought this is going to be great for our community. Uh, the technology for buses and it existed in those days, but it certainly wasn't considered to be a viable alternative. Uh, the announcement the government's making here, and it's, by the way, it's not just this government. I mean, other governments in Europe and other places have already done this. I mean, we're playing catch up when it comes to the electric buses, but it, it's. Obviously, the technology has advanced to the point now where many governments are looking at this as the preferred option. Yes, uh, because because it is, uh, you know, obviously it's completely pollution-free, uh, and uh, a lot of the charging, <clears throat> excuse me, will take place at night when uh, the demand on our power grid is low. So, uh, you know, there's, there's uh, cheap surplus. That's an off-peak uh, charging time. So, uh, yeah, it's... Um, it's uh, a clean technology, and a, and it's now been proven uh, long enough that it can, you know, if you're, you're rolling out electric buses in Edmonton, uh, obviously, uh, the, the, you know, there are climate issues. Somebody's uh, worked around that to have the confidence to uh, electrify a fleet in a, in a really cold climate like Edmonton. So it, the, the government is clearly saying that uh, this technology is here now. It's not futuristic. Hydrogen, I think, is still a little off in the future. That'll be another, another um, rollout, at, you know, in the not too distant future. But this this current system with um, with the ability to now do this rapid charging, and I think that's really been the key uh, to making this a more viable option, so that you you don't have a bus trying to run all day on one charge. Now it's it's getting topped up all through the day, and that really seems to be the game changer. I know that the advocates of LRT are going to say, well, that's an electric system, too. Uh, but it's, uh, well, th- you know, and again, the prop- the opponents of it are saying, yeah, but it's old technology. It's, it's electric. This this electric bus concept that the federal government is now uh, financing for all intents and purposes, uh, they say, is is, is the, the future, not not LRT. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here. I mean, you've got two levels of government that are saying, yeah, that's a great idea, but nobody's put a check on the table yet. Well, the, the, I, to their credit, I guess the province has, uh, but they quite 
readily admitted that this is nowhere near enough. I mean, if all we had was the provincial money, uh, I think, wouldn't you say we get an, an LRT from McMaster University to Dundurn Street, uh, which is, you know, hardly worth doing. I mean, are you really going to build, build a bridge over the 403 and everything like that for that? It just doesn't make sense. Uh, no. The federal government seems to be where the holdup is here. Yes, there, there, there's no question. And I, I think you might find that, that one of the reasons this project was, uh, one of the reasons the request went into the federal government was because uh, prior to that, Catherine McKenna was going around saying, well, uh, LRT seems like a great idea. It's shovel-ready. Uh, we're just waiting to hear from the province. So the province kind of threw the ball back into her court, and now we'll have to see if she is, in fact, able to come up with this extra money. It will be interesting to watch over the next couple of days especially. John, as always, thanks for this. Great talking with you today. My pleasure, Bill. John Best, publisher of the Bay Observer, following the LRT public transit saga. And, uh, yeah, good on you, London. I mean, they've made a decision about this. They they like the electric bus idea. It's, it's going to be costly, but this announcement that the Fed's made yesterday will probably go a long way towards helping. Now, the big question now is, of course, okay, who gets what? You know, which cities are going to get the lion's share of that? I think we already know that answer, but what's going to be left for the other cities? That's always a, a concern. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.